0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why we settle for less. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who was with his wife for 31 years total. They were married for 21 of those years. They have two sons. And about six weeks ago, she was nice enough to leave him for another guy. And this guy happens to be some dude that he knows from his gym who later started working with her with his wife as a matter of fact. And so now he's trying to put his life together, he'd like to work things out, but obviously at this point he doesn't he just thinks that that's pretty much a lost cause. And on top of that, the last 3 years that they were together, she was always telling him how she wasn't interested in sex, wasn't feeling it, wasn't feeling well, giving all kinds of excuses. Meanwhile, the last 6 months of their marriage, she's been diddling this guy from their his gym that he had, he knew he was friendly with this guy, I talked to him. So this obviously is a really crappy situation for him. But he writes in and wants to know, like, what do I focus on? What do I do now? How do I move on with my life? So I have a quote that I wrote in this particular topic because obviously things were not good for a long time and most people stick around and they stay in a, lo- a relationship that really should have ended a long time ago. Just because of their fear of the unknown or fear that they're gonna, the next person going to be worse than the person that they have. So the quote that I wrote says, most people settle for a life that is less than what they are capable of living. They settle for mediocre jobs, lifestyles, lovers, friends, etc. Because they are driven by their fears and tend to do more to avoid pain and failure than they are willing to risk in achieving the happiness and pleasure they really want and deserve. Everyone has a finite number of days in their lives to create and experience their dreams. Someday, we will all run out of time. No matter what you do or do not do, you will end up somewhere in the future. Doesn't it make sense to move towards a future you want and take the risk to get there instead of trying to avoid failure or what scares you since time is going to pass anyway? In life, you're either taking action to shape your destiny or you're a passenger along for the ride who will someday end up at an unhappy destination. So one of the things that Tony Robbins said, he said the road to someday leads to a town of nowhere. So let's go through his email. He says, hi Corey, I'd like to thank you for the site and the message updates that have helped me to get a better understanding of my lack of approach to my marriage. I have watched your videos and have purchased the ebook to help myself to try and start my life again. I am unable to do a personal coaching session due to my financial situation. Well you're in luck because now I'm doing your email in a video. I'll be upfront with you. I would have my wife back if I could but it does not look like that will happen. Why on earth would you want a woman who after 31 years together lies to you and deceives you and fucks some other guy for six months behind your back? Despite the fact that for the last three years, she's told you how uninterested in sex she was. I've started to go out and meet up and have meet up sessions to try and move myself forward. Well, that's good. Because at the end of the day, when, when you're the one that gets dumped, you need to assume that it's over and it's never going to work out. In this particular case, you got kids with her. So it's not like you can just cut her out of your life completely but if you didn't have kids with her, you can say, adios, I'm out of here, call me if you change your mind and you move on with your life. But and this, after all those years together, that's how she treats you and just the way she was belligerent and just nasty, I mean just – it's just not a nice thing. It's just the way she treated him just was not nice and unfortunately a lot of times in situations like this, divorces are really messy. Especially once you get attorneys involved. So he says, I'm finding it difficult to find the right path to follow and to figure out how to move on with my life. Well, the good news is you have a clean slate. and So now you can do whatever the hell you want. If you're not happy in your career or what you do for a living or maybe, maybe you have your own business and you're not happy with that, you got to ask yourself, if I knew I couldn't fail, what would I do? that's a great place to start with. If you knew you could not fail, what would you endeavor to do? I mean, like I was saying in the quote that I read, you're gonna end up somewhere in the future and you're either gonna move towards what you want and then when you get to that somewhere in the future, it's gonna be pretty close to where you want it to be or you can go through life like most people do, which is just trying to avoid failure or risk and the Bottom line is you're still going to end up somewhere in the future but since you weren't moving towards what you wanted, your whole life gets driven by trying to avoid painful things or things that may be uncomfortable. When you end up in the future someday, you're not going to be happy with where you end up and unfortunately, that's where most like people are. Like I said, I was talking about the statistic a few weeks ago in another video that I did. One out of every three women that's over the age of 35 is on antidepressant drugs and that's how most people deal with these kinds of situations. Their career is not happy, their relationships suck, they don't really have a great peer group or really great friends that they can count on. So they go to their doctor and the doctor says, hey, here's a pill. Go ahead and pop this. This will make you feel better. It's all you're really doing. It's just covering things up. You're not really dealing with the unpleasant issue. You're numbing your emotions and at the end of the day, your emotions are life's way of getting your attention, especially when it comes to pain, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. When you take pills or drugs or alcohol or you eat excessively or you exercise excessively or you get addicted to sex whatever it happens to be, you're just trying to change your state and you're avoiding what you really need to be paying attention to in life. And Unfortunately, most people do that. One of my friends, who's a doctor, was telling me that about seventy five percent of the people that are like fifty five and up they're just like, "I don't want to hear shit about going to the gym or eating better. Give me the fucking pill and if that means i die i I die sooner, they just don't care. they've just when they get to that point, they've completely given up and It's sad, but unfortunately, that's how most people are, and especially if you're older, like this particular guy happens to be. And you figure 75% of the people that are your age or older, they've already given up. They're phoning it in. They're on the glide slope to the grave. You know, they got one foot in the grave already. Those are not the kind of people that are going to be supportive and encourage you to go to the gym or go with you to the gym or eat healthy or support you in those things or if you want to make a career change because misery loves company and so – Everybody, in order to feel good about the choices they've made in their lives, they try to get everybody else in their lives to make those same kinds of decisions. That's why a lot of times people that are single want their married friends or their friends in relationships to become single and vice versa. Everybody that's married or in a relationship, they want all of their single friends to get into a relationship. Like attracts like. He says, my wife left me six weeks ago after 31 years together of which 21 years we have been married and we have two sons who are still living with me. Let me first say that I am no saint and I have my own personality traits that have made it hard in my life sometimes. I can be seen as aggressive which is more in the way I talk than the way I act and I can be a bit direct. Well, I'm pretty direct. And people who are direct and tell it like it is and tend to use the word fuck liberally like I do, statistically it's shown that those people tend to be honest. They're not going to deceive you. And at the end of the day, you need people in your life that will tell you the way it is, not blow fucking sunshine up your ass because they're wearing a fucking political correctness mask, which – and when you watch TV and the media, it's just – it's like – where do these people come from? I mean it's like when you listen to most politicians, it's, it's like I would never hang out with these kind of fucking shallow fucking jerk offs. It's, like, it's like a lot of the kind of people that in high school ran for class president or treasurer or this or that. It's like kissing your ass to your face and then five minutes later, oh, Corey, he's this, he's that. And you're like, that guy was just telling me what a great friend I am to him. And, and then five minutes later, he's saying the exact opposite to somebody else. Unfortunately, the world is full of people like that. And those kind of people, those vain and aspiring kinds of people, they tend to go into those kinds of things because it gives them significance because they feel so insignificant in their own lives. As one of our founding fathers said, If ever a time should come when vain and aspiring men shall occupy the highest seats in government, our nation will stand in need of its experienced patriots. To prevent its ruin, I think that was John Adams or Sam Adams. I can't remember which one. That's pretty powerful. And I'd say we're pretty much in that time when you look at Congress and Senate, presidency. It's like pfft. it's like the these the people in the insane asylum are running shit. This is something my wife has told me makes her unhappy, which I have tried to work on. It's like Master Yoda said, try not, either do or do not. There is no try. And at the end of the day, as a man, it's like when you feel – human beings in general, when you feel fearful, when you're afraid that you're not going to be able to achieve your goals or your objectives because human beings have two primary fears, fear that we're not enough, in other words, fear that we don't have what it takes or fear that we won't be loved and accepted by our friends, family, peer group or those who we want to be loved by. And so when we're afraid, when we're afraid we're not going to be able to do something or things are not going to work out, we get angry, we get upset, we get pissed off. And if you're the kind of person that doesn't do anything and you just make excuses, I mean like this, this particular guy because I've read his whole email before. I mean he spent basically the last three years of his marriage not even having any sex. I got a, a newsletter that I'm going to do tomorrow. It's actually from a woman who was dating a guy who was married. For 28 years, in the last 15 years of his marriage, his wife had no interest in sex, and he still stayed faithful to her. It's like, can you imagine? It's just brutal. It's like I I hear that all the fucking time. People that I talk to have been married 15, 20, 30, 40 years, and literally for sometimes a decade or more. They're just the last decade or more of their relationship. There's just no sex happening. In other words, they're just roommates. That's not a relationship. That's a friendship. You're living with a roommate and a lot of people are like, oh, they consider how long you've been in a relationship as determining how successful that relationship is. It doesn't matter if you're absolutely fucking miserable, which obviously in this particular case, they weren't happy for a long time. He says, my wife has left me for a coworker of hers that I knew from the same gym I go to." And I have spoken to him a number of times as you do when you see someone often. How awkward is that? He's kissing your ass to your face. Meanwhile, he's fucking your wife when you're not around. That's just so shitty to do to somebody. He started – I mean to carry on an affair like that for six months where he's hanging out and acting like your buddy at the gym – he started to work the same company as my wife at the beginning of 2015 and became a coworker. I've had a feeling that something was wrong for a number of months with my wife. When I would pick her up from her job, I got the feeling that something was out of place when I was in both their company. That's interesting. After 31 years, that's how she treats you. She got 31 of years of your life. She does not deserve another fucking second of it. Especially that she wouldn't fuck you the last three years of your marriage and yet she's fucking this guy behind your back for six months. You don't get another chance. You can forgive her but you ain't going to forget that. That's a fucking deal breaker. And At the end of the day, the marriage sucked anyways. And It's like I was saying in the quote, at some point you're going to run out of time. You want to be on your deathbed thinking about the shitty relationship you have with somebody your whole life or would you like to be looking back in your life and thinking about several dozen relationships you may have had over your life and because you, when the, the quality was no longer there, you moved on, now you've got nothing but great memories to think about. So it's like when people bust my balls, like how can you have been married to the same person for 20 years? I'm not like every other schmuck. When I was younger, I started questioning everything that I had been taught. Because I did everything that everybody told me I was supposed to do and I still wasn't fucking happy. And what I've come to realize at 45 years in this planet is that when I listen to my heart and I trust my intuition and I trust what feels right, we all know when it's time for a relationship to end, whether it's an intimate relationship or a friendship or maybe a job you're working at. But most people don't do anything when those feelings happen. They pop a pill or they take a drink or a bong swat or they – chug down some Ben and Jerry's ice cream whatever it happens to be to change their state Then they just keep doing what they're doing in the meanwhile they're just miserable they're slowly dying on the inside it's not healthy to live that way it's a much I mean when you look at statistically I was reading an article over the weekend about this looking back at like the 1950s and 1960s like with people that lived together that weren't married I mean there's literally a few thousand people and now at this day – and you just see the uptick. It's like tens of millions of people live together without being married and especially without having to go through a divorce because it's so much easier to get into and out of a relationship. People actually have choices and it's like what I love about what I teach is it gives men and women both choices because we have lots of choices and you come to a place where it's a friendship or an intimate relationship. Or a relationship with an employer or a business partner, and you're just not happy, and it's not meeting your needs anymore. When you know how to get what you want, and you know that better exists out there, you won't put up with bullshit like people used to have to do when our, you know, when our grandparents were growing I mean, Like my grandparents, my my father's parents, like my grandfather, he was in the merchant marine, and so he was always you know, wherever he went, he was fucking hookers. And writing home to my uncle about it and telling her all about the explicit stories about this chick that he banged in Bangkok or wherever the fuck he happened to be visiting from. And my, my grandmother's at home raising, raising my dad and, and uh, his two brothers and they were just – they weren't happy. But they stayed together because that's just what people did back then. This day and age – woman doesn't need a man. She can go out and get her own career, build her own business and become who she wants to be. That's why the thing that matters, at least for me personally, is the quality of the relationships. It's like when you're younger, you're afraid to let people go. But as you get older and you get dicked over by enough people and then you look at the relationship as a whole, you say, you know what? I should have let that person go a long time ago because you're just enabling their behavior. You're inviting them to continue – mistreating you it's like so when i look at my life as a whole whether it's lovers friends business partners clients places where i live things that i do for a living how i invest my my money it's always changing it's always evolving and the more you stay in motion buys in motion tend to stay in motion bodies at rest tend to stay at rest so when you're not happy when you feel restless on the inside and you do nothing about it you're literally moving towards your grave even quicker. That literally kills you. Decades before it should happen and you miss out on – because at the end of the day, it's like Steve Jobs said, you're going to lose everything eventually anyways. So you really are naked. So doesn't it make sense to spend your life moving towards what you want, moving towards what's emotionally compelling and exciting to you and what you're curious about and what you're interested in? You're going to end up somewhere someday. You might as well take control of your life and move towards something that feels good instead of just moving through life trying to avoid things that feel unpleasant. Because if you go through your life like that, you're going to end up – 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, you're going to end up like this guy, spending 31 years of your life with somebody and not having sex for the last three years. Like the one I'm going to read tomorrow, I mean a guy was – almost 30 years of his life he spent with one, one woman and for 15 years he wasn't having sex. He was staying faithful to her. It's like why? That's insane. I have not had a physical relationship with her for over three years and I've spoken to her about it. But she would just say it was something she was not into, she was unwell or that she did not feel up to it. And a logically thinking guy goes, Okay, that sounds reasonable. All right. He says she was diagnosed with MS eight years ago. So at the end of the day, the marriage sucks. There's no sex. His wife's giving him logical excuses. He's rationalizing, Okay, that sounds reasonable. We got kids together. So he stuck it out. He stayed faithful. In the meantime, she gets to a place where she's not happy. She has some chemistry with some other dude. And she has no problem lying to you saying she's just not – it's just what she's really saying is I'm not interested in having sex with you anymore. Well, you're a man or a woman. If your partner cuts cuts the sex off and says they're not interested in it and you say, well, great. I guess that means we're just going to be friends from now on. So I'm going to go date and sleep with other people since you don't want to be with me. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. You're in a relationship because you signed up to meet each other's needs. Now, one person unilaterally decides, I'm not going to communicate with you. I'm not interested in making love to you. I'm not interested in making an effort. I'm not interested in taking care of myself. You get, I mean sometimes you have couples where one of them goes to the gym, they eat right, they take care of themselves, and the other one stops. And they gain weight and they become fat and nasty. You didn't make the choice for them to become that way. They chose to be that way. In other words, what you signed up for is like a bait and switch. They became something else. You don't have to stay in that relationship anymore if they're not going to hold up their end of the bargain. That's just the way it is. Why would you want to spend your life being miserable? She left me six weeks ago by calling me on my mobile on the way home from work. She told me she was leaving me and when I asked her if there was someone else, she said I knew there was and it had been going on for six months. I asked her if it was her coworker and asked if she had slept with him. She told me it was and that it was none of my business if she, she had slept with him. Well, I mean you weren't having sex with her so it really doesn't matter at that point. But she, was, she lined it up. She lined up the replacement, made herself happy and after 31 years, she's like, fuck you. She gave you the big hairy middle finger. Thanks for the memories. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on no the way out, honey. When I got home, she was waiting in the driveway with her bags and she told me she was going and would not come back. Well, it sucks that you went about this this way and you have no integrity and, and our kids are going to know what happened. If that's how you want to live, okay. No problem. Have a nice life. Take care. Within the first week, we had one conversation by phone, which really did not help, and a couple of text messages. One that she sent was to tell me is that she is with this new guy now as it was in response to a message I sent to her explaining that I would do whatever it would take to fix the problem. Yeah, by that point, she was over it. She, was, she moved on. She was physically gone. Remember, women vote with their feet. If they're with you, it means they voted for you. Who's she with? She's with this other dude from the gym. So that's who she voted for. Great. Let him go have a relationship with her and not have sex because she'll do the same thing to him eventually. Now you can find somebody younger and more attractive. Just imagine that. Just think how good it's going to feel someday. When you read my book 10 to 15 times and you really apply this and you take care of yourself and you take care of your life and you take care of your body and you date a hot woman who is 10, 15 years younger who is fucking your brains out and then maybe things don't work out with your wife and this new guy. Then she's going to be wanting to try to crawl back and you're going to go, are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen my fucking girlfriend? Have you – I mean you, you have no idea what she looks like naked. I mean she's fucking amazing. Why would I want to go back to a loveless, sexless marriage to a liar and a cheater? No thank you. You said you wanted to live happily ever after. with well, then it didn't work out. It's not my problem. Sorry. You leaving me for him was the best thing that ever happened to me. Just that that's poetic justice. That's the way the universe works. You reap what you sow in life. So the bottom line is this dude from the gym, he was a gift and a blessing whether you've realized it or acknowledged it or not. He's taken your wife off your hands. Now you can go find somebody who's going to appreciate and value you for you. Then she sent me another text message telling me the marriage is over. She does not want to meet with me. She does not want to continue being married and I need to move on. In this case, I'd go get a divorce attorney and I'd fucking divorce her ass. I feel she is discussing this with her boyfriend and that may be the reason she is so cruel as she was never like this in the time that we were together. Well, yeah, now she's got somebody new so she doesn't have to maintain the facade, the phony political correctness and blowing sunshine up your ass. Now you can see how she really is. She really doesn't care about you. This is the mother of your children. It's like, yeah, thanks a lot. I have not spoken to her or seen her since the last message she sent me two days after she left me. She now has a new phone number which I don't have, good. I, I would immediately go get a divorce attorney and just handle it. This is not somebody you want to give another chance with you. This is somebody you want to get out of your life so you can move on and right now she really wants to move on with her new guy so things are fresh with her. So the sooner you can do that you can get everything agreed to on a settlement agreement, Then if things go sideways down the road with the new guy, you will be divorced by then and it won't fucking matter. Then you can fucking laugh at her when she wants another chance and you can show her a picture of you and your new girlfriend, your hot younger girlfriend naked. It's like, wow, I'm not going to give this up for you, for somebody I'm not – I wasn't having sex with for the last three years. Are you kidding me after the way you treated me? I think not. You showed me your true colors. I don't fucking know you anymore. He, so he says she has a new phone number, which I don't have, and sends messages to our son, our sons to get her things and to arrange meetings for them to see her. She has told our sons she has been unhappy, wanted to leave me for years, and her and her new boyfriend have a connection, and she wants to be happy. So she's not even an adult about it. She was not – She didn't want to have the guts to communicate with you and tell you what was really going on. So it tells me that she probably wasn't much of a communicator. I've dated two women in my life who were lousy communicators. One of them you could get her to talk and the other one just flat out stonewalled me. Just flat out anytime there was a problem I got this canned response every fucking time. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to have fun or I don't want to fight. That was just – anytime we had a disagreement or something we didn't agree on – That was a canned response. If we were talking on the phone or talking through Skype and she got pissed off, she literally would leave the conversation and hang up on me. I was like, when I was trying to communicate and work things out, I was like, you you know, you can't deal with people like that. There's nothing you can do if the other person refuses to participate. And it doesn't sound like there was a lot of communicating going on in this relationship. There was just avoiding it, and she was telling you, oh, everything's fine. Oh, I'm just not into sex right now. I'm not feeling well. I got MS after all. And whatever other excuses. She has asked both of my sons to meet this guy, but both of the boys have said they were not interested. Yeah, there's a good chance it probably won't last anyways. She's also told them she has met his family, parents, and siblings. My sons have asked her to meet and discuss the issues, but she said she wouldn't. Both of my sons have told her they are disappointed and unhappy with the way she has handled the relationship breakup. She told them she knows what she has done and obviously doesn't care. So if I were you, I would strike while the iron is hot and divorce this fucking bitch as fast as you can, dude. I know I have disappointed her in the past by not delivering on promises and many factors have attributed to this. If I'm honest, I have done other things like playing sports, education, etc. to make up for what I was not getting From their relationship, and may have not listened when she was trying to tell me about her issues. Doesn't matter now, dude, it's water under the bridge. I have always been supportive of her, but it may not have been enough. The best thing you could do at this point is to work on yourself, to focus on becoming the best version of you that you can be and learning the stuff backwards and forwards, inside and out, that I teach in my book, so you can meet a really great girl. Hotter, younger, attractive girl who's into sports and into the things that you're into because obviously your wife wasn't and it happens. That's the way life is. Sometimes you just got to let people go. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.